Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, we immediately have to admit Hi. something. Hi. Hi, Pads. Hi, Loz. What's going on? Well, well, let, let me tell you this, Laurie. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we have to admit is that, so we sat down to record the new episode of Pod Shambles, um, which uh, about 10 months ago. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. It was very it was much last ago. year. And we, and we sat down and by accident, we ended up uh, recording 12 to 15 episodes of a new different podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's easily done, isn't it's it? Easily, it's easily done. Everyone's done. The best been of us. there. Think of the Joe Rogan experience. I don't know if that's the name of his podcast. It's called the Joe Rogan Polish My Dome Yeah, and end, exactly. And then he ended up by accident making, you know, live uh, and that's and that's Great. done really well for Joe Rogan and his well, experience. Joe Rogan and the little live lounge. Yeah, his little live really contemporary updates. Little there, live mate. Joe. I don't know what I'm t- I don't know who Joe Rogan is. I'm no. immediately I, and I think he's a bit of a he, no, well, he interviews bigots. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> cool. Okay. He's um, great. So that's what happened. We jo- we really Joe Roganed this one, guys. It, that we experienced it. Sorry. I'm sorry, dudes. But um, yeah, and then we got kind of caught up in that, and then uh, we realised that we never released that episode of Pod Shambles, and so um, well, don't worry because there aren't any new episodes. Of Pod Shambles. There aren't any. There's going to be. Well, are there? Uh, well, yeah. Have I you mean, paid my agent yet? I've, uh, I'm your agent, mate. So well, yeah. have you paid yourself? Yes, I Sounds have. A just bit like really inviting you to I masturbate. Tugged isn't it? one out. Yeah, exactly. That's my payday. Oh, good call. We haven't lost any of this zip, have we? Oh, yeah. Look, Since the old days. I hope you guys can hear how much more professional Laurie and I now are now because we, um, we bought says, proper... stumbling over his words <laughs> and then immediately talking over Laurie. Um, yeah, like we've, oh, guys, we've come a long way. I'm now in my late 40s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's been a rapid onset the last time. Laurie's in his mid teens. Oh, yeah. And he, Laurie doesn't get anything. Big boy like, anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how he operates. He don't know how I operate. I'm baby boom boy. Well, apparently, you can't speak in full sentences. Yeah, anymore. no, not anymore. That's, that's something that the drugs have no really... but we have been making another podcast which has been very fun yes it's just crucially not been this one and so we want to make a promise yes. there's going to be more of this one mm. that's something that we've discussed well, apparently and... we've discussed that yeah i've discussed with his Harry, agent. i'm on board with this and we're going to make more of these because like now mm. we're into the swing of the new podcast it seems totally reasonable to to have two yeah. things well, frankly pat it made me realize what a what a piece of piss in the park this one is okay exactly it's a triple p joe rogan experience um yeah and so we are but what this episode is going to be is we're just going to very quickly tell you about our new podcast and to be honest we think you'll really like it what what is the new podcast well i hear paddy think yeah i think so loud uh the new podcast is called idle fantasy but i what is, it, what is 
a fan. Oh, you're fancy. Well, and I, like, I'm glad you asked, you weird mid-teen boy. Oh, what is? Where's my lollipop? Oh, I'll get you your fucking lolly, you <laughs> prick. I, um, so, Idle Fantasy is a creation of myself and Laurie Havelock and Zach Cole and Liam Welton. You may have heard, not Liam, sadly, you may have heard Zach Cole on this very podcast in the past. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we've definitely talked about Liam before. You might know Liam from our YouTube channel. We did oh, a lot yeah, of playthroughs of his from Fail Better Games. He made Sunless Sea and he's now a, a games designer for many other people and he's really famous and stuff. So he's... Uh, He's yeah, bringing us all the celeb power. The celeb you really power. haven't answered what the podcast is, oh, which is us playing Dungeons, Dungeons and, and Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, we decided we uh, we did a bit of Shambles and Dragons for a long time, bit of Choose Your Own Adventure, and mm-hmm. uh, then we realised that we should just play the full blown game. Yeah, because let's be honest, I mean, Choose Your Own Adventure was the real highlight of of it was my highlight. It was Laurie's highlight, and my being highlight. powerless to stop you. Yeah, my highlight was all of the guff. <laughs> but, like, but yeah, we we decided we'd give that a real go, and uh, I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons under Laurie's win. For a under while, my expert supervision for well, I am the master of dungeons uh, yes you can call the- him Dice Chief. Dice Chief. Yeah, exactly. He's Laurie is Dice Chief, and he started running D&D games, and uh, and then we thought, wouldn't it be really good if we recorded one of these, and it did really well. <laughs> it wasn't. It was awful. It was awful. It was absolutely terrible. But we, um, but we made it work, and now it's fucking great. So wow, I don't. I'm not up for that boundless optimism. Yeah, here, no, buddy. I'm, I'm going to bring I'm, you f- crashing back down to earth. Well, Dice Chief, hey. let me ask you a couple of questions. Oh, stop. Who's who? Who's 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 the D and D? Who's in it? What's the, <laughs> what's going <laughs> on? You. What is that for a question? <laughs> who is the D and D? Who's that? Who's what's that the who to watch it with? The dragons and dungeons. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're captain expert. What's going on there? Well. Uh, cast your minds back to 1974. No, it's mm-hmm. it's a game, mate. It's a board game. Yeah. You guys, I think a lot of people who listen to us know what Dungeons and Dragons is. It's you roll some dice, you make a guy yeah. or a girl or a small imp beast, yeah. and you pretend to be them, and you roll some dice to see how well you do at being them. And where Full is stop. it? <laughs> period. And where is it set? Oh, that you. I mean. That's a big question. Okay, so, and what's the conclusion to the story? Uh, all dead. <laughs> uh, and uh, before, let me preempt your next question. Mm-hmm. Celebrity guests will be involved. Yeah, we've okay. got Clooney on board. Got Prince. We've got Prince. Yeah, we, we got him just before he died. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This has been a long time in the works, mate. No, it's, it's we've we've made up a bit of a story. It starts with us playing some big, beefy, level twenty, like maxed out guys. Mm. Uh, before a little. A little change occurs. A twist in the, a classic pod shambles twist of the knife. Mm, delicious. Yes, oh, it's so delicious. Um, and Paddy, what do you? Who are you in the pod? What do you even do? Oh well, you're going to hear me in this episode play the character of Cassius Ban Wyvern. Wow. Um, oh my god, that was seamless. Oh yeah, he's super dude. Why hot. can't you bring that kind? Of, he's so hot. Oh, he's so hot. Oh, he's <laughs> he just made a big. He's a dragon boy, isn't he? Yeah. Who you want to bang? Oh, yeah. He's a big dragon boy that everyone want bang. No, no, and no, 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 no. You want? I bang. want to. Ba- I want bang time with him. He's a big gold uh, messiah, and uh, he's he's got wings. <laughs> it's just uh, like out of context, such a revealing statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't exactly. It? Yeah, it's just everything I want to be. He's big and gold, and everyone loves him. Yeah, everyone loves him. Oh, he's super funny. He's very naive. He gets a lot of things wrong, but he and is. How crucially... big is his dick? Oh, it is. It, I mean, it's, it's far bigger than yeah, yours, he, isn't he, it? <laughs> he carries it in one of those little carts that he wheels behind him. That That's sometimes horrible. you have in the back. That <laughs> is absolutely horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, he's very much like a Pod Shovel's character made flash. Um, and... oh, he's a lot more well-rounded than that. Man. Actually, Come on, yeah. give yourself some. Yeah, credit. he has nuance, which you'll discover. Um, and he's uh, he you're gonna you're gonna love him. And he has a character voice. 
And uh, what about the other characters, Laurie? Who, who oh, does why? Zach play? Uh, Zach plays. Oh, Zach plays Zacho, who's the uh, uh, orc barbarian. Oh yeah, he does a good. He does a good job of that voice because that is hard to do on the old nodules. Oh, very very hard to do. Um, and then uh, Liam Welton plays a sexy pirate queen. Mm. I don't know why. I always think she's very sexy, and mm. I think Liam may get annoyed that I pigeonhole him into being sexy. But anyway, it's just his voice. His voice is just Liam. so good. It's so beautiful. Oh. But as you listen to it, I think you're going to get really into the. Um, it's become very narrative and very storytelling and still, i mean that is what dnd is all it's about very, it's very funny but i think you might actually get very emotionally invested in it very quickly i mean we picked it up a lot i mean you've picked it up a lot particularly yes. yeah. uh you know and we're fully prepared for you to hate it and mm. send us some hate mail that's fine um and if you don't like it sorry I guess. Yeah, I guess. But um, there'll be new pod channels coming if you don't like it. So you can just keep. <laughs> so an just o- shut up, mate. So just shut right? up. Keep an eye on this feed, and there'll be more pod channels, and then you can find more Idle Fancy on our mm. other feed, which you can just search Idle Fancy on iTunes. We do all of this in the episode. It's all fine. Oh, nothing like a bit of duplicated effort, though. Yeah. This is mate. Let's let's let the uh, the old pod channels listeners uh, make up their own minds themselves. Right? Absolutely. Are we gonna uh, run run clip? Let's run the clip, and uh, this uh, this is the new episode of Pod Shambles. No, 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 no. no. It's new. It's the old episode of Idle. Fantasy. Oh, right. It's literally the oldest. Oh, okay. Well, well it's, mate, already right. a fucking shambles. This is a fucking shambles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of the Idol Fantasy Podcast. Hui, what do you have in store? Well, we're going to be playing a game called Dungeons and Dragons. I say we. I'll introduce you to my fantastic uh, co-hosts, co-players in just a second. But um, you might be scratching your head immediately and thinking, what is Dungeons & Dragons? Well, for a basic primer, it's effectively a kind of collaborative storytelling board game. You each inhabit a character in a fantasy world of elves and nimble goblins and tiny dwarves and other kind of fantastical creatures. You each take on a character and you go around um, doing whatever your characters would be doing. So you might go dungeon crawling, like in a video game, you know, go into some deep dark cavern, kill lots of goblins and take all their loot. Or you might do more of a social game, you know, live through the lives of people and tell their stories. Do you know what, guys? It's whatever you want it to be. Um, But for the purposes of this, well, you'll find out exactly what we're going to be doing with our characters later on. But let me tell you a little bit more about us. So my name's Laurie. I've been DMing for um, a little while now, and I'm going to be playing this game with three of my good friends. Now, DMing means that I'm the one controlling all of the aforementioned goblins and the aforementioned caves and nasty stuff going on inside them. This is all at my whim. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to get too nasty, I promise. Uh, and on the other side, or, you know, the other side of the screen, as it were, are three players. They are Paddy Jervis, Zach Cole, and Liam Welton. And we decided together that we would try and play with level 20 characters. Now, if that's complete gobbledygook to you, effectively, level one is what you start at. Your characters are referred to as level one characters. They're pretty weedy, right? They can't do a lot of stuff. And as they kill more baddies and explore more places and do more stuff, they can level up. They gain experience points, and you can go from level one to two to three, all the way up to 20 in Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, which is what we're playing. Level 20 characters are, you know, the badasses of the world, the the chads of the high school. You know, they can vaporize zombies in a single flick of their fingers. They can woo local celebrities with just the merest wink and all sorts of other shenanigans as well. But I think the best way for us to induct you into the weird and wonderful world of Dungeons and Dragons is just by doing it. So let me hand over to Paddy, Zach and Liam. They're going to introduce their uber-powered level 20 characters and say a little bit more about who they are. Um, Liam, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure thing. So uh, 
I uh, I'm playing uh, Taryn the Dread. She's a human uh, pirate. Uh, she is the captain of the Dusk Stormer. Uh, I thought I thought like a sort of pirate fighter class would be a good one because kind of swashbuckling. Yeah, but also because like fighters and they're at max level don't have as many bits to kind of like contend with as some other classes. So it's its first time for me. Yeah, she's like swashbuckling kind of Gina Davis from Cutthroat Island styly uh, person. Uh, she has uh, she has a pair of uh, cutlasses. Uh, they're called uh, Love and Hate. Hate she took from Elavid the Dread, who was the captain before she caused a mutiny on board the uh, on board the ship. And then she uh, sought out the swordsmith who'd made that and stole and seduced him and stole the sister blade. Hence, love and hate. Oh. Um, and then Lovely. she also I listened to that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she also has a musket uh, called the Iridescence, which is named after the mighty uh, manta shrimp, which uh, uh, <laughs> uh, sort of throws its arms out and creates a powerful burst of water that superheats it and like knocks out prey. What's a manta shrimp? A mantis shrimp is a legit animal. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah, are they real? Rainbow, yeah, yeah, yeah. rainbow mantis Rain, shrimps. Rainbow yeah. mantis shrimps. So like yeah. the, the the jet of water is created by actually like a small sonic boom, because it goes so fast out and then retracts so quickly that it creates a little Indian D. Sonic boom. Nope, no, no, in the real world. IRL, mate. They are, IRL. They, they have yeah. the most. I think they that arm or that like snap is the most power of anything on the planet. Like relative to, they also see ten times size. more colors than humans. How do you all know so much about this? This is because they're the coolest fucking animal yeah, that ever know. sailed the why, seven seas. Why don't you know more about the mantis? Fuck D and D. This sounds cool. Well, no, this, I don't is, wanna... this has legit already been done because I found this out from a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but that is kind of the big reveal in Act Three. Is that the big bad all along is. A giant, not even a giant one, a regular size, a regular size one, Rainbow slightly below shrimp. average. Yeah, <laughs> my god, those claws! It takes three level twenties oh. to get anywhere near it. Um, Liam, if you had to think of three words to describe Taryn, three you know descriptors, you know, is she uh, boorish? That's the first one I can think uh, of. I think boorish. she's charismatic. Mm-hmm. I think she's very calculating. Ooh. Um, and uh, charming. Ooh. Which I suppose is the same as charismatic. Yeah, that's, I mean you've, you've no, you've doubled down there. You really yeah, threw away one of those. <laughs> three C's, yeah. mate. The three C's. That was it. Yeah. That's all you get as well. You never ever. The high C's. That's what she has. Nice, nice. Oh, that's that's, oh. that's smarter than I thought it was initially. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Next up, we had Zach. Zach was playing a barbarian known, uh, imaginatively enough, as Zraka. My character is called uh, Zraka. Because apparently I can't think yeah, more like... than three steps away from my own name. <laughs> um, he's a barbarian berserker, which essentially means what I've done is I've, he's a half-orc barbarian berserker. And what I've done is basically come up with uh, a character that is not confusing in any way in terms of spells. Because I don't know how they work. He's a simple dude. He's just a big fucker, really, is what yeah. he is. He's just a big fucker and he has lots of things which mean that like you know, like if, if you're standing in a room with him, you have to make a wisdom save. To make sure you're not terrified, which is quite oh, fun. Uh, he also has this unlimited rage, so like I think that that means he's just constantly raged. Okay. Why would you not constantly rage? Like if you're if you're in combat, yeah, and you've got the ability to rage. You think of him as the big, scary, angry merc of the nice. group. That's his kind of like base level, and he's got he's a Mercedes Benz. He's it. Yeah, he's a Mercedes Benz. He's got a fun javelin of lightning. 
and he's got an axe which is cursed, which is annoying, but basically means if if I get attacked with some, with, but someone attacks me whilst I'm using that axe, I can't not attack them until they're dead. Yeah, which I feel is fitting. Yeah, I think that fits character-wise, but like you know, in terms of you know being able to play the game, it's quite hard. <laughs> Does that count for us as well? Like, if something go, if some shit went wrong with like one of us, and I like bonked you on the arm or something, am I am I just fucked? If you attack me, then yeah. Why why are you already thinking about ways in which you might accidentally attack me? Because I'm gonna fuck up in this. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, can I? Um, can you give me? I think you've already given this, but three words to describe Zacha. Uh, uh, simple, uh, nasty, and. Quite greedy, I would say, probably as well. Greedy boy. Yeah, oh. greedy. Greedy green boy. Yeah. I was going to give him a, a redeeming character, but I thought, you know, actually, no, it's more fun to have him just be horrible. He's <laughs> just a complete bastard. He's just a bastard. Are you green? Am I green? Yeah, you're half off. Like, are you green? Are you, well, that's are a very, blue? very siloed way to look at the world. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we all decide here and now, before everything gets going, yeah. that we don't look at the world in that way? We think, you know, we don't have to. Look, we don't have to separate people into D and D. We're all grey. Yeah. Ooh, what a fun world. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so finally, on to our third player, Paddy Jervis. He was playing Cassius, a dragonborn cleric, basically a goody goody two shoes with a close connection to God. Now you've definitely played D and D with me several times. In fact, we played our first game of D and D together. Yes. You're playing Cassius. I'm uh, playing Cassius Ban Wyvern. Oh, that made him sound cooler than he is. Like, yeah. I'm still working on the voice. He's called, he's called Cassius Ban Wyvern. He's a, he's, a, he's a dragonborn, and he's a cleric, which is, is cooler as well than it, than it sounds. He's, he's sort of like he's like a war priest. If you're doing this in voice, does that mean you're just talking? Yeah. Just... yeah. I'm just sat alone in a room. <laughs> yeah, but, well, no, we're all together. You're just talking out loud about yourself in the third person. Uh, no, he's just, you know, I'm, I'll keep, I'm going to keep working on him. But yeah, he's, um, he, he's dragonborn. He's got, he's got big ass horns. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's now middle-aged. But... Sorry, can I roll you back? He's got big ass horns. Yeah, he's got ass horn. No, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Sitting he's down got, is a real pain. He's got big horns. He's it's like piles. He's like gold and, uh, yeah, he was like he was raised um, by super religious uh, parents, basically, who uh, who wanted him to be the Messiah, and uh, they raised him according to this prophecy. He didn't want to be Messiah, but they 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 basically railroaded his life so that he'd fulfil all of the little tells, Aww. and the church went with it. Um, but he uh, doesn't 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 like any of that kind of shit. He's religious, he's quite inexperienced in a lot of ways, he was raised in quite a sort of sheltered community by lots of sort of monks and priests and vicars and what have you. And um Yeah. But he's um but he's also rad. Yeah, he's rad. That's what I'm gonna go with rad. Uh he can breathe lightning, because he's rad. Um yeah, and he's just he's hench and he 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 casts a lot of spells. Uh he's got a, a mirror shield, um, which he calls the the shield of many mirrors. Um, yeah, which I mean, it's one mirror. He's not. He's not that smart. That's another thing. Um, but he's yeah. wise. You, know, he's... you and I are dealing with that kind of disadvantage. I feel. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, he's sort of. He's 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 fun though. But he's yeah. He's, a lot of his power comes from a god that he's not necessarily all that behind. But I think the god also believes he might be the messiah. I haven't ironed that out yet. <laughs> one of the beautiful things about D and D is he's going to all become ironed out in good time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and Cassius's thing. So he's a dragonborn. Dragonborn. Yeah. Uh, uh, usually humans who have a bit of dragon blood somewhere in their past, but you are a full-on 
Oh yeah, he's, he's he looks like boy. a dragon. Like yeah. he's a he's yeah. And you've got a big sword. I've got a massive sword. I've got um this huge sort of long sword. He's got a warhammer on his back as well in case he needs it. I've got a big like plus three long sword, which I think is I think is cool. Um, it's called and, the Holy uh, Avenger. Yeah, exactly. And it's got sort of like um, it like it like shimmers and it looks like it's got ghosts in it, like uh, like it's got shifting faces that come out of it and stuff. Um, and uh, he's cool and he's fun. Oh, he's a fun guy. You can't. I mean, you can you can think he's cool, but you can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You decide can't that. make him canon cool. Yeah, no, no, he's canon cool. Loves canons. God, he loves. Canons. He's very cool. So you've 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 come up with a the coolest raddest character you can and made him a messiah mm-hmm. and he's not but but yeah i mean no, i mean that's fine i just wanted to give the audience <laughs> see a if little... he can live up to any of those things <laughs> i just wanted to give the audience a little bit of a insight into yeah. who paddy is he doesn't want to be messiah that's his other thing <laughs> it's not necessarily his thing but good well that's 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 you know nice you've made that very clear giving you lots to play with <laughs> Um, well, there we go. There are the three characters. Uh, three words to describe Cassius as well. Um, incompetent. Hang, uh, hang on, what? Incompetent now? Incompetent. Yeah. So he's okay, the raddest, coolest yeah. messiah who's incompetent. Oh, he gets things wrong all the fucking time. He thinks, yeah, yeah. he's, he's just trying. He's just like any other guy. He's incompetent. Um, he is... Uh, he's... he's what's the word for like, like, like kind amongst... Pe- personable. That's the word, yeah, right? Yeah. He's personable... I'd also say he's a bit naive. Nice, okay. A religious, sheltered religious, religious boy, mm. basically. Mm. Who's a messiah, but not a messiah. And yeah. he's gold, yeah. but also a dragon. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, a lot, a lot then on page on two. <laughs> there you are, a dramatis personae for Idle Fantasy. Um, fun times indeed. We're going to establish exactly how they know each other and their kind of backstory soon. Luckily enough, Liam's character, as you just heard, came with a pre-made pirate ship, the Duskstormer, and it made a lot of sense to us that our three characters would have spent a lot of time on this ship, um, you know, would have developed their sense of friendship and comradeship. I'm sorry, I'm using the suffix ship far too often. Um, this is not a flailing attempt at some kind of nautical imagery. I'm just, uh, just a lot of those words end in ship. But we thought it would be like a, a nice place for them to spend their downtime, you know, get to know each other a bit better. You know, imagine them gathering around a campfire, though campfires aren't particularly safe on board a ship, I've just realised. I don't know, a brazier on the ship. Um, you know, they've, they've had some grog, they're having a chill out, and they're learning a little bit more about their characters so we can tell you about how exactly they know each other. Um, the three of you are, are sat on Taron the Dread ship, the Dusk Stormer. Am I correct in this, Liam? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you look fucking clueless. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking shit, mate. Yeah, no, it's called the boat. Just make a note of what I called my ship, Dusk Stormer. You know, I think the three of you are, are taking an opportunity to catch up, maybe just unwind with a bottle of wine, a bottle of grog, whatever you piratey types get up to. And I, the fun little game, you know, it's a bit like Truth or Dare. I've got twelve questions here, um, and I'd like each of you to um, in turn roll a. Uh, 2d6 right two square dice for the normal dice right normal normal monopoly dice yeah. and uh, I will give you <laughs> the a most question common that... dice yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know dice yeah and um, I will give you a, a question that the other two opposed to you but if you could try and answer in character as much as possible I'm just going to let you guys roll away with this who wants to go first who would answer the first question out of you three I think probs I would alright okay, the uh, orc barbarian is going to roll half orc half orc sorry crucial alright yeah. yeah that's a two 
and that's another two, so four in total. Okay. Strong. Um, Strong. I'm going to throw in a quick tips and tricks. You can actually, you can roll twice at once. If well, you I need to. I wouldn't want to take your dice. Well, you know Don't what? Patronise me, tell me how dice work. <laughs> I'm, I'm just you offering them up. The, you didn't know where they came from before without the context of Monopoly. So it's a... <laughs> dice tips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, hot tips, you can come to me anytime. Don't worry, Zach. Do you want okay. me to redo that then? Or we can no, no. <laughs> Paddy is not the GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very clear I'm not. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the question put to you is... What is a game... This is very appropriate for Zraka, as in I don't think there's an answer. What is a game or a pastime your character played or enjoyed in their youth? Oh, I've got, I've got a good answer for this. All right, so that they're... And wait, am I doing this in character? Have you asked me this question? Any games, Zraka? Any games? We could play a game. I love games. God, I love games. Do you love games? Particularly childhood games. That's creepier oh, than I, that was, <laughs> I meant it to. Oh, that got a bit weird. I want to play a game. Arbitrarily looking at you, uh, what game would you play? Alright, so I'm oh, feeling Christ. this is a, it's, well, it's quite a big, it's quite hard to maintain. <laughs> Are you Danny oh. Dyer's dad? Yeah, but like, no, Daddy Dyer. Yeah, but like, Daddy Dyer. Daddy Dyer. Horrible, Daddy Dyer. Because uh, he's half. He's got. If he's got intimidating presence, he's got to have an intimidating voice. Frankly, I'm already fucking uh, terrified of him. <laughs> 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 Oh, just, oh. Uh, uh, when you were kids, um, do you ever play football? No. Right, well, it's like basically you take the bladder of a pig and you blow it up, you kick it about. It's quite fun. That's how we used to play. Well, what we used to do is we used to inflate human bladders and sometimes just use heads. Good. So that was that was my childhood fun time, was you'd kill someone after you caught them and then you'd... You kick their body parts about a bit. <laughs> I was thinking more like mousetrap or game of life. Yeah, or... well, the thing is, mate, I grew up with heads. <laughs> no, I, I could tell. It's quite. You know what? The worst thing about this voice is it's so demanding that it's really hard to think of a fun thing to say. Yeah, with it's it. going to be hard. <laughs> it's going to be hard to keep up for a hundred episodes, isn't it? That's going to be fun. Yeah. Right, well, no, it's it's with it now. So there we go. Head ball. Head ball. Great. Or, or bladder ball. Or ball ball. Okay. <laughs> um, who's next? Taryn. I believe you're next. Um, Zraka, this is your question to put to Taryn. I will. Oh, me 2d6. Lovely. I'll just get the boys ready again. Two. <coughs> and five. What is the drunkest you've ever been? So, my question to you, Taryn. What's the drunkest you've ever been? Well, I always like to keep a bit of a clear head when I'm on board ship. But uh, whenever it's time for shore leave, I always make sure that I get down to the nearest tavern and have a bit of fun. And uh, I remember this one. It was off the coast of uh, Santabi. And there was this old sailor there, and he was kind of holding court, you know, in the corner. And was making an absolute ass of himself. And I thought, there's only one way that uh, someone's going to be able to sort of take him down, and that was go drink for drink. And this old man, he couldn't half drink, but uh, he didn't know that I'd been watering down my grog all the same. I still managed to get the drunkest I've ever been. Long story short, I'm up my own crow's nest with a pair of shoes on my hands, making an absolute fool of myself. Out, out of character, 
Zraka has just judged the fuck out of Tarion. <laughs> <laughs> The drunkest he's ever been was playing a drinking game with an old man that he couldn't beat without watering down his own drink. I'm into it. I'm I'm a, I'm attracted to Liam. Go Do on. you drink a lot, or was that it? Was this was this a was this a, an anomalous event? Never on board ship. That's a golden rule I have. What, what does anomalous mean? It's sort of like um, uh, you know, you know when you got a, a bell curve. You know, like Ven, Ven, no, not Ven. You know when you've got a Y and X axis, you've got all the dots lined up, put a line in between it, and then Anomalous is one that just doesn't doesn't really make sense. Are you trying to fantasy describe yes. a scattergraph? That was the hardest way you could have described that as well. <laughs> it's like an anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, great, that was revealing. Mm. Certainly. Yeah, more <laughs> revealing than I thought it would be. It's more revealing of Paddy yeah. out of character than anything else. <laughs> um, Taryn, you've got a question for Cassius, our dragonborn. Cassius, would you roll 2d6 for me? I see you approaching. A little, little glint in your eye. And you're sat down. That'll be a 10. What is the furthest from home you've ever been? Bloody Christ. Um... No, Doesn't well, exist got... in this universe. Oh no, no, no! I think I'm talking gone. about my friend John I've... Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Always covered in blood, that guy. He's very sensitive, nose. Yes, absolutely. Um, um, furthest from home I've ever been. Got uh, not not far. I'm gonna be honest. It was actually it was the very island that we met on. You surprised the me. Isle of Penance. Yes, I mean I've always been. I was kept inside, kept inside walls. A lot of my life, uh, a lot of my life spent. Been raising more so furthest from home, sort of. It was a gradual thing, but you know, sort of year by year. What one year I went to the well, God, the well that's near like 200 yards north, and then uh, yeah, and then it must have been the next year we went to a party which was just beyond the well. And I remember thinking, God, I've got to pass that well, <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, and it kept on like that 210 yards, 240, you know, one, one year nearly went to the coast, um, good 300 yards away, <laughs> um, and then um, um. And then, and, and then one day I was just uh, I was picked up and packed off and uh, broke it all broke it all down because I, I went to war. God, I went to war, but uh, you know that must have been thousands of yards, if anything, away, away from home. Didn't make it far in the war. And then just beyond that was the island that we first met. Oh, please keep going. That was. Oh, I strong. will. God, I will. <laughs> you know, when I landed on the island, I guess that was was pretty far. But then, you know, walked a bit inland and. Assuming I was still walking away, you know. What you're saying is, is you're constantly getting further away from home. Very good, yeah. Is, yeah no, this I, is a completely... I've got a hand-drawn map. Infinite story, because we're on a boat. Mm. So we're going to let you go. I'm not very good logistically. I mean, I assume... I assume if anything, you probably know better of how far away I've been from home, but... Uh, I've got a pretty good idea. It's sort of my job. I always wanted to get away from home, but not a... Not something I was very allowed to do much. As a kid, me and me and John Christ, we always just used to bloody hang out at home. I mean, that is absolutely canon now. <laughs> John Christ, bloody John, we called him. <laughs> John. All right, let's all. Um, you're all going to uh, tackle the same question this time. This is asked by uh, the first mate. Yeah. Okay. Um, first mate Goggins, who is a, a wonky, uh, flabby dwarf with um, two wooden legs. Right. Comes up and goes, Ah, you, you three, Mistress Taryn, and you two, I just got a question for you. 
Oh, good. Won't you answer me question? I love My quest. question is as follows. Oh, please, just answer it and it'll go away. No, I'll what answer is, it. What is your character's, and he's asking slightly out of character, what is yourself's most prized possession? In all the world, your favorite little thing. No pressure, and then he leaves. I'm really attached to my massive purse of gold. (laughs) (laughs) That's my most prized possession, is the gold I have amassed. And maybe one day we'll melt it down into one ball of gold. (laughs) Sorry. But that's it. That's that's all. (laughs) A ball of gold. Yeah, I feel like it should be a ball, shouldn't it? If you got like a, I mean, or like a bar of gold. I yeah, suppose tradition, tradition. No, I, no I like a ball of gold. I like, like the orb. idea that. Yeah. Also, I could play catch with it. <laughs> with your little half-orc children. Here, son, catch my life's a. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was a kid, another one dead in someone's knacker. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the high end version of my. Like, really made it in the world. Yeah. Like, do you carry this this sack with you at all times? Do you just have like a 40 kilo sack uh, on your strap to your belt? Do you hide it? I don't know. How does that work? I mean, that's, I guess. I mean, I don't I don't imagine him having a house, so I probably, yeah, he carries it around with him. He's a big dude, though, so not that big a deal, you know? Hmm. Just loves his gold. I kind of like the idea of you having like a sled that you just <laughs> drag with you everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. How much? I mean, your strength value is something like twenty-seven, which I think gives you a carrying capacity of like a small Ford Capri. So <laughs> probably you can just have it on your person. You could just have yeah. a Ford Capri, but you tr- I've just got keep the gold it all in the back. Got the gold, yeah, just fill the gold. Yeah, we've got it. Got it in the brig of the boat. Uh, and Goggins comes back and goes, Ah, the same question to the other two of you, but I shan't pry on and, and listen in on the answers because it is not my place, Mistress Darren. Mine would have to be uh, uh, a marble that I keep. Uh, hidden in my cabin. It has tremendous sentimental value from my childhood. I don't really care to go into any more detail about it than that. Can I... Can I... Can I touch it? No. <laughs> touch your marble? No. Little game marble. Don't joke it? about the marble. I used to play marbles with a few of the boys that I ran uh, in a gang with, uh, and one by one, uh, they were found, and they were... Uh, taken Uh, and I don't know where they were taken uh, but it wasn't long until it was only me left and uh, I'll always remember I was running away and there was this guard and he grabbed me and it split open my uh, my bag that's where I kept all the marbles I'd used to play these games with and I remember them tumbling down the stairs all down and I got away, and I remember going back there and trying to find them all. There's only one, one left in the dirt. It's the only thing I have left from my childhood now. So I'd rather you didn't. Do you reckon that's because you spilled the marbles and then the guard fell over on the marbles? He did. He <laughs> he tumbled. He was uh, he was one of the wet bandits from <laughs> Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> Yeah, that was just... Was, Brave warrior by the name Jopeshi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite possession is this boy, Kevin. Yeah. Right? I keep with me at all times. He was gone. left by his parents and now belongs <laughs> to me. I was trying to rob the house. <laughs> oh, man, that was... um. That was beautiful, oh. then. Oh. oh, I've got a little tear in my eye. Oh. Um, Cassius, um, says Goggins. Yeah, what about you? 
His voice has changed in the past five minutes as well. I was never allowed things. Thing, things, things. Uh, they weren't. They They. They weren't part of the of the life that uh, my parents planned for me. Things. I never. I never owned things. Things were very much lent, uh, not kept. Um, I do have something um, given to me in secret um, by uh, my best friend, actually, at the time. Bloody John. Bloody John Christ. No, no, John, he comes into... The, don't, don't, don't worry, I've thought about John Christ. Um, no, it was given to me by uh, my, my best friend, I suppose. I suppose you could say childhood sweetheart, uh, Ngama. She was a... Uh, oh, God, what a monk. What a... <laughs> what, what a bloody monk she was. And... Uh, I loved I, lo- I loved her very much, and uh, I was um, I was sent off I was I, I was sent off to war. I say sent off to war. I led I led a war, um, not my choice. But yes, and I, I was sent off to war, and I didn't really want to go to the war, and uh, I was given lots of weapons and armor, things that were very critically not mine. I was given men that weren't mine. I was given orders that weren't mine. Um, but in Gama, oh, she gave me she gave me a, a this. He takes out a, it's like a you know like um, a jailer's key like keychain, mm. one of those big loops. And it's yeah. atta- attached to his belt. It's got lots of little knickknacks. <laughs> his full Got down. lots of little knickknacks on Is it. Is it a wallet chain? It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lanyard. Got it in Camden Market. It's a, yeah, it's a lanyard that says Lincoln Park. On it. <laughs> God, I love hybrid theory. Me and John Christ. <laughs> we used to go, go down a go down a tea in the park or whatever whatever it was back in the day. But no, she gave me this. And this was say, this on this key ring, it has a number of keys. I don't know what any of them bloody do, but she told me that maybe one day I could use them to open things and when I opened those things they'd be mine and I could keep them. And the ring's very strong. I don't know what it's made of, but I I just sort of slip something onto it every now and then, to, so I feel like I'm accumulating something of my own. I've got a little little locket on here. It's got a little little picture of Ngama in it, and and Shen, who's now her husband, and he's he's a cunt. So um, got some other stuff. Got a little uh, little couple of dice for the for for Capri. <laughs> you know, sometimes hang hang them up on the windshield. One of those funny trees that smells of pine and bubble. Bubble witch gum candy. Bubble witch. Bubble witch Bubble saga. Witch gum can- candy. Bubble saga gum candy. Crush, <laughs> crush things. And uh, yeah, are you, just... is this, are you doing this bit now because you've realised that you have to make a keychain sound interesting? Yep, absolutely. Got one of those little yeah, got a little charm bracelet. Basically, but it's massive and it's got got one of those little anoraks that folds away into a smaller waterproof bag. Cag in a bag. Cag in a bag. This is what... not so much a key ring; it's just like it's a, a chain. Bag, a but bag. Yeah, very critically, bag. this is all my things on this ring. <laughs> Nothing ring. else I own that is only lent to me. So don't bloody. Don't go. You can put things on it if you want. It'd be a bit, bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not looking. And I suppose that the Lincoln Park lanyard is also mine. But we, we, that's yeah. you know, it's fine, right? So I don't lose it. It's made of mithril. Mithril <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln Park. So, uh, good enough improv for you, you <laughs> bloody twats. <laughs> I don't know. We will let we will let the people listening decide. Yeah, I mean, but good I is a very up my mind. If that makes it gives you any context. Good is a very qualitative word. Yeah. What you gave us is a lot. Yeah, a lot. I tried. Yeah. You, did mention, you did mention a noughties metal band, metalcore band, and a festival, and a Ford Capri. Yeah, yeah. In your very much fantasy. I call it setting. my and ring of many things. Scented tree. I mean, you, yeah, you threw a lot of this at the wall. Mm. On my thing ring. On your thing ring. 
Well, wonderful. Ah, wonderful it was. Wonderful it really was. I'm sure you'll agree, but time was pressing on and I had to turn them out into the real, the Dungeon Eat Dragon world. I guess that works. So, uh, in any good game of Dungeons and Dragons, you need a baddie. You need uh, a arch nemesis for our party to lock horns with. And I had one in mind. Her name was Vandra. She was a drow, that's dark elf or, you know, just emo elf, sorceress. Um, I had some ideas for what she'd been up to in general, but I thought it would be fun if we filled in the blanks together as we went along. So there'll be moments when we fill in that backstory, um, and I had some fun ideas for ways we do that. So don't worry. Um, all you need to know is she is bad, and the party are chasing her and have been chasing her for quite some time and have finally tracked her down to this town, um, which I'll tell you a bit more about in a second. So... One of the many moments that a DM really looks for, I got to set the scene at the beginning of the campaign. It went a little bit like this. Well, this story starts in a familiar way. It's a story of three heroes and an urgent quest. A story of their enemy and their plan to change the face of the world. It's a story of war, of love, of loss. Our heroes, Cassius, the outcast cleric, Zraka, the savage barbarian, and Tarin, the pirate queen... <laughs> Fuck you guys. I've got to restart it now. The Pirate Queen, are you happy? Well. <laughs> Have pursued the sorceress known as Vandra to the ends of the Skrail Islands. They finally corner her in the coastal town of Veld, a sprawling, stinking settlement full of crooks and thieves. They arrive in town just in time to see the skies darken and glower with thunder as Vandra puts her final devilish plans into effect. But are they in time to stop her? And what is Vandra planning? I say guys nobody's perfect am I right <laughs> yeah no we did to be fair we did record this on one of the hottest days of this year do you remember uh those of you in the UK uh how summer 2018 felt a little bit like an apocalypse scale event descending on our our poor sun-beaten island um so a few mistakes on my part may slip into this recording um but anyway on to Vandra um she'd run away from our party to the town of Veld um think the kind of portside pirate town from Pirates of the Caribbean, the the Caribbean, the Caribbean, whether that's the uh, the film or the Disney ride. You know, it's run down, it's full of one-eyed, crusty sailors and sea wenches who'll nick your wallet for a spot of rum and, and laugh at you <laughs> the whole time. She's run there, Vandra, to complete her terrible plans. And what are those plans? Well, you're just going to have to wait and see. We will fill those in later, as I mentioned. But safe to say, they are no good plans. They are evil plans. And right now she has scaled the Tower of Burr, which is an ancient ruin that stands atop a hill overlooking the rest of Veld. And our heroes are in hot pursuit. 
She has, however, left some underlings in their way. Um, and we're going to hear exactly how our party deal with them. Now, just for, again, those of you who are uninitiated, um, the way that anything works in D&D is that you say you want to do something, you know, something that requires maybe a little bit of your moxie or cunning or strength or guile. Um, and if it's something that, you know, is is not straightforward and easy to do, you have to roll some dice. Look at that for Foley sound work. Um Different dice for different things. You know, you don't need. We'll go into exactly the numbers involved, but um, effectively, if your character is really good at something naturally, so say they're a big muscle-bound fighter, they will get a bonus, an extra number they add onto their dice when they are doing stuff like uh, hitting baddies with their sword, or you know, trying to push them over, or holding onto a cliff edge, or you know, differently. If you are a kind of a more frail and wizened wizard. Uh, you will get a bonus to casting spells or thinking carefully or working stuff out. You know, it all, it all makes sense. Anyway, um, the very first thing that happened was this thing called a perception check, which will be very familiar to lots of you who play lots of D&D. Effectively, uh, a check to see how good you are at noticing what's right in front of your nose, you know, what you can see when you walk into a room. So uh, the very first thing that happened here was I asked the guys to roll a perception check. All right, so I, I got 11. 12. Uh, I got 21. 21. Um, you two guys, you think you see something moving as the lightning illuminates the way ahead of you. Taryn, you we see... We immediately un- just fuck like, un- fuck yeah, like not form. You see standing over the kind of a bunch of mangled bodies dressed in blue uh, tabards and, and, and heavy chainmail. You see six figures standing kind of across the bodies, but all eerily still. But they're definitely there uh, in the lightning. How far away? We haven't seen these, have we? They're about there, 40, 50 feet away. This is a big tower, and they're kind of standing towards the back wall where you imagine there might once been a big banquet table or something similar. Okay. Uh, I I put a hand on uh, Zraka's shoulder and uh, to halt him, and I put a hand back to uh, stop Cassius, and without saying anything, I gesture to my eyes and then forward and then hold out six fingers so we got like we've already got marine style oh my god gesturing on the go and then i say out loud the six of them (laughs) (laughs) and so the stage was set for the very first combat encounter now i know what you're thinking laurie how complicated can level 20 really be you know are you complaining a lot about nothing the answer is as zach is about to find out is very very as in I don't really know if there are enough dice in the entire world we can roll just to work out whether you hit this thing with your javelin made of pure lightning. It was insane. Okay, well, well Zraka, you've got you've got the drop on these guys. They were they are ready for you, but you have the first move as you're leading the pack, um, and your initiative roll was very good. Uh, all right, cool. Well, then I, what I would like to do is basically I've got a uh, I've got a javelin of lightning. Um, <laughs> what I'd like to do with my first attack is just try and like nail one of these guys with it and then immediately rush in afterwards and smash in whoever I hit with the javelin. Right. Yeah, okay, that that works for me. You've got a magic javelin, right? So you can, it, it makes like a big wall of lightning. Is that is that kind of the deal here? Uh, so yeah, so basically what it does is you throw it and then it forms a five foot wide line of lightning around it. So I'm kind of, basically, so I'll throw it at the, wet, the one in the middle uh-huh. and then the ones either side of it take four D6 lightning damage on a failed half on successful. All right, sweet. Um, so roll to hit that first, that first uh, skeleton. All right, and then I'm. That's a crit. That is a that's crit. crit. That's my first thing. It's a crit. Okay. That's and then twins. So that's a natural. And then that crit 
actually means that I've got something called, uh, so I get another attack anyway, and then I get an additional attack. <laughs> crit. Yeah, okay, so sorry, we're getting a bit a bit rulesy here. Basically, a crit means you, you do way more damage than anticipated. Okay, right? so. Uh, and and in, in normally, you just roll double double damage. Yeah, you you roll, roll quadruple, four. because so, you're not only an orc, you're a berserker, and you're a mean motherfucker. So I'm going to roll 5d6 yep. plus 7, and that will be my first attack. So that's, yeah, you actually wait, add on. the seven. I'm just going to kill this guy. Yeah. And then we're going to work out to what extent everyone else around him is hurt. Okay. That's the first half of my attack. <laughs> I think you just roll all the dice on the table. Yeah, I think I'm just going to put my feet up and have a cup of tea at this stage. Well, five minutes later, and Zack had rolled every dice on the table, and a few more besides, and killed all the Skellingtons. But it only inspired Liam to take a more elaborate approach to his attack. Right, over to you, Taryn. What are you going to do? Uh, so, um, can you describe the the windows behind the skeletons in a bit more detail? Um, yeah, sure. There are three... So it's a big circular room. There are three long, what were once stained glass windows. The two, the central and the left-hand one, all that's left is kind of some of the iron lattice work that made up, you know, whatever pictures would have been in there. Yeah. Uh, I would say they're about five or six feet wide and maybe 20 foot tall. Um, the one on the far right uh, starts off the first five foot is, you know, a square bottom of the window. Mm-hmm. And then the top is just completely caved in and there's a massive hole kind of through the side of the okay. of this tower. Uh, no, no curtains or anything? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, there goes, my, right. there goes yeah. my initial plan. Terrible decor in this place. <laughs> oh, if you're looking for something to hang from, though, like I mentioned, behind you there is an enormous, this huge blue torn banner, and there is another one kind of halfway along the ceiling of the room hanging down. It's torn as well, but it's this big blue banner. Okay. Uh, what I would like to try and do then is, uh, is there any chance that I can uh, use it to swing over to one of the uh, knights and then sort of like dismount and wrap them in it okay i like that a lot um yeah you can certainly do that with a good either athletics or acrobatics you can choose whichever okay one of those you're better. uh i am going to go for uh acrobatics then okay you will need to then we need to roll an attack to see if you hit with the thing. Sure. Let's see if you get over there first yeah, okay. roll me that uh so that's a nine plus eleven so that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's 11 yeah she's a pirate queen boy man. oh boy so yeah that's definitely successful that's yeah successful. okay so you nimbly um, you see this banner hanging down in the middle of the room and you swiftly as a cat you just clamber up it in a kind of matter of seconds mm-hmm. um, and the momentum you have from clambering up it is taking you swings you right over you are now if we can pause time for a second above these skeletons with on you know Riding the riding the tapestry, as it were. Yeah. That definitely sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> Where have you been darling up in? Riding the tapestry all night, you know me. What you wanted to? <laughs> what I'm planning is uh, drop down, maybe use my cutlass to cut it, come mm. down, uh, like crash, wrapping one of them up. And I'm going to try and use my bonus attack to fire a musket, my musket oh my. at short range to like ignite the... What are you aiming for there? Are you aiming for like bone? Whether when you're when you're attacking a skeleton, is there like a like a core to an animator skeleton that you're trying to stab, or are you just trying to break the bone? Don't bones? ask me ontological questions about skeletons. Yeah, there are people listening to this. What do you 
I don't know. Because like when you say about them speaking, it's like are they are they they are just animated like the bones are just shapes that have been animated together, or is it like a spirit being put back into something to make it be a thing again? Tell you what, mate. I'm nice. having a crisis over here, guys. Can anyone? <laughs> I'll go by the age-old right. explanation: is Wait. a wizard did it? Yeah, a wizard. Yeah. Okay, a wizard oh, did yeah. it. Magic. Wait. Okay. Cool. I think it's that they have. You know, there is magic <coughs> holding together, and when you wail on them a certain number of times, that magic becomes weak. Like dissipates. And, yeah. And, oh, cool. So okay. I think you can just attack any bit of it that's gonna. Yeah. Ruin its day. Yeah. Um, that would be fine if you want to. You know, go for the map, go for the ribs, go for the butt. You know, it's up to you, man. Yeah. I'm almost fairly certain as well that if like we had released this and. The first comment we got back was, well, they didn't actually explain how <laughs> skeletons are animated and where the point yeah. of animation comes from. I mean, I will be the first to hold my hands up and apologise if we haven't given you enough skeleton information. Um, Paddy was enjoying taking a very precise approach all round. Cassius, well, no pressure, mate. You've got to finish this off before Liam can have his wicked way with it. I'm going to just wail on the on on it. So actually, I'm going to try and cut it perfectly in half. Okay. But like Straight with the down. flat side of my sword, which is charged with radiant energy. The flat wow. side. Yeah. Why do you keep saying the flat side? Is Beca- him, is I he, just want to see what happens. Is he using the sword like a moron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to, just see just, just see. see how it does. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, do you not have some sort of disadvantage then? on that? Um, roll to attack. I mean, I would, but. He's learning, Cassius. <laughs> Getting it right. I'm talking about Cassius or Paddy. Yeah. Uh, that is a 17. Unfortunately, because of your stupid attack, you go to like uh, broadside it with the broadside of your sword and you just kind of bounce off one of its shoulder pads. Oh. And it does absolutely nothing. Oh, that's that's a shame. Got anything else you can do? Well, I mean, I could, I could plus 10 to that attack roll. Oh yeah, I uh, think that's automatic, mate. Uh, I could plus ten to it. No, with it, with by channeling some divinity. Oh, okay. I could do that. I add ten to that, so twenty-seven to hit. Oh, that hits. Okay, Roll cool. Want to damage that mother? I do one d ten plus six plus two d ten radiant. Oh shit! Right, okay. Um, S- sorry, Liam. It's uh, not going to be much for <laughs> me to capture. Uh, so that is ten plus two d ten plus. And ten. <laughs> okay, so twenty radiant damage and ten normal damage. How do, you, how do you want to finish him off? With the flat side, with the flat side of the blade. The second it touches, it still cuts him in half. But it's like it's so it's so charged with like god energy that it just disintegrates that line that's like a, a good <laughs> half foot thick, just like down it. And like then a these two, two, yeah, then two little wispy bits of his side just kind of fall away into oh. dust. And, and, and then, maybe, and then Taran goes. Yeah, and unnecessarily skewers the two bits. <laughs> and I look, I look at you all. I know you thought I was being an idiot with the side of the sword, but because it goes through him so slowly, I'm like smiling at everyone. Like, oh, oh, it's like butter. <laughs> oh, that was that was good, man. Well done. Well, they're, all the skeletons are dead. Awesome. Yay! Great. <laughs> I loot them. You loot them. <laughs> They are a pile of bones. Sweet. With some very rusty plate mail on. Great. That's all you can see. Not even investigate. You can investigate if you want. You won't find it in your house. No, I, 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 I don't I really leave care. That's what yeah. we got. We got. We got someone to catch. We have someone to catch. Vandra was still up the top of that tower. There was just time, I thought, for a quick non-combat encounter. You know, one that's going to test their cunning and their their insight and their puzzle-solving skills a bit more than their brute force. So I thought I'd start them off with a, uh, a slightly devious setup, but one I thought they could get through pretty easily. Uh, behold, the staircase. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Almost almost as if uh, prompted by that, you, you hear a crack of lightning that seems a lot closer all of a sudden. Again, the room is flowing into light. Um, and as you look around the room, you see a narrow staircase leading up the inside wall of this tower. Did the, did the lightning reveal the staircase? Uh, just kind of made it obvious to you guys. Just oh, okay. Trying to help oh, you cool. out. It wasn't. No, no, I was just making sure. It wasn't like a. Because like, that would no, make me less inclined to go inside. I thought it. you'd be a bit, you know, find it tough to find the stairs. Oh, <laughs> I run up the stairs. I just follow suit. I'm, I'm, I'm going up the stairs with you. Yeah. Run uh, up the stairs. Taryn is going to. This is a bit foolhardy, so she's going to go like walk behind them at a more casual pace. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Cassius and Zraka, as you round the kind of first couple of feet of uh, of this staircase, a crash of lightning suddenly, from what you can understand, impacts the side of the tower, and there's a colossal shake, and stones fall loose. Can you give me both a Dex saving roll? Oh, that is uh, a crit fail. Yeah, mine's not great either. Okay, as as the lightning hits, it's only a, a chunk of wall and stair in front of you crumbles away. Cassius, the, the stones from beneath your feet crumble away. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> feeling pretty no, no, good about no, no, myself no. right now. <laughs> what do you want to do? Um, I, I, well, I guess I'm going to try and get out, get out of the way, but I like, what, just the whole staircase is falling away from me? The the immediate section in front of you and under your feet. Okay, I try I try and jump back. I'm gonna use my grappling hook to try and like, try and like, get to the next bit of floor. Okay, grappling give me um, awesome. Give me a acrobatics check, maybe. What would my acrobatics be? Okay, yeah. All right, cool. So my first one is a seventeen plus three. Okay, fantastic. Cassius, what do you want to do, man? Um, I'm gonna spread my wings. You don't have any wings. I'm a dragon. No, you're dragonborn, mate. Dra- no wings. Oh. Did you read the notes? Did you read the show notes? Well, it's... Uh, Did you read it's the... called Dungeons and Dragons. I'd assume that I could just... You don't get to be a dragon. The I dragon's thought, the stuff I thought that I am a dragon. I didn't read the notes either, to be fair. No. <laughs> <laughs> <You do> not, <laughs> I, I just assumed I had a grappling hook. You do not have wings. Oh, okay. Um, in that case... Um, okay, as I'm falling, I'm just... Uh, 
uh, I'm gonna try and I've got big claws. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and like kick them into the wall oh. and and hold on to the side. Give me a pure strength check. Like okay, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a, a uh, that is a five. Uh, you latch your claws into the crumbling stairs behind you, but they they the brickwork starts giving way again. Uh, Taryn, do you want to do anything? Uh, I think I better, Help. I suppose. Help. Um, so you, is he slowly falling then? Or is he yeah, well, this is all happening in the same moment. And he's going, okay. wings to me! To try, yeah. try, try and open <laughs> these shouting system. Fly, fly! <laughs> I believe in myself. So uh, I think uh, I think Taryn is going to dive forward and attempt to uh, grab Cassius uh, by his little dino hands. Dino hands. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, all right, in some kind of weird, twisted Jurassic Park moment when yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum and, uh, out. I've got to go, stupid boy. <laughs> ah, ah, um, give me a acrobatics or... No, athletics, athletics. Athletics check, check. okay. Um... So that's uh, six plus ten, sixteen. Okay. Um, with that, you just managed to grab one of his arms, and he's a big boy. Yeah. He's a big boy, so he's weighing you down at the moment. But just for now, you've got him. Um, Zraka, how are you? Are you just careening over to the other side with your grappling hook successfully? Yeah, I, w- I wanted to go forwards. So you did that, right? You got you yeah. So I'm, I'm just like I'm, I'm, I, I, in the back of my, I haven't got eyes in the back of my head, so I've just assumed that he's <laughs> dead, and I'm fine with it. So, <laughs> cool. you sail to the other side of this this kind of forty foot chasm that's just formed in the middle of the staircase, and you're now safely on the other side. Yeah, great. Um, back to you two. Is it um, forty feet? Yeah, it's a long way. Oh shit! All right. Well, is my uh, my character likely to have any rope on them? I don't think they do, unfortunately. Uh, you talking about pirate queen? Yeah, I reckon you've got some rope. Yeah, on you, absolutely. Okay. You're, you must be very adept at like people going overboard, bit of rope. Uh, Swing from mast to other mast, bit of rope. Okay, well, um, I'm gonna. Anything? Uh, can I like look around? What's like? Is there anything that I could potentially latch a bit of rope onto? There are, you know, so it's blown us a hole in the side of this tower wall, but there are beams sticking out. There are odd bits of brickwork above you. There are several kind of sturdy points. How how badass would they have to be if I just? Like, I mean, my grappling hook's there. Yeah, and I've swung to the other side already. Send the rope back. And they, they can like grab on. Oh, yeah, you like can do thing. that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You do that. That's, that'll be just an attack roll to see if you can aim the rope effectively. Yeah, yeah. Let's go for that. So, so that be a range be... attack roll. So add your strength um, to it. I think is what I use for no dex and dex. proficiency. I'm just say well, you're proficient with a grappling hook. Why not? Guys, guys. <laughs> All right. You've so. been to the grappling hall school of grapples. So that's a 12 plus 3 plus 6. So yeah, so that's a uh, 21. 21, sweet. All right, you send this careening back to these two. Okay, can I, uh, I guess I, uh, I, I try and grab for it. Ah, oh, but you, hang on, are you holding on and then holding me? Well, look, well, this is how we'll do it. You, because it's on target, it sails just over to your other hand. So you grab it like this. Yeah. Um... Now what do you want to do? Swing uh, me. Well, no, uh, I, yeah, I would like to try have I, and... Have I got the other end of the grappling hook? So no, it's like it's grappled to the... I would like to try and pass it off into Cassius's hand. Oh, okay. Um, on, just give need... me a dex... A uh, slight hand check. Need- I, I just... Needlessly complicated. Uh, I just <laughs> think that it's not going to take both our weight, is the yeah. thing. Slight hand check. Uh, so a slight of hand check. It's taking me, though. I mean, I'm pretty... I'm pretty stuck. Um, 
So that is going to be awesome. a natch 20. Natural 20. Oh. Perfect. I mean, with, with... God, I grabbed that rope. No, no. Oh, you're doing it now, are you? No, it's not my no, slight no, 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 While this is going on, he thinks he's flying the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, in his, as far as he's concerned, he's just gone, I made rope! <laughs> I knew it. I knew it'd be rope. You, um, so Liam, you, I mean, with, you know, the skills of a kind of complete street performer, some kind of amazing rope magician, you kind of, you tighten a bow, you, you know, pass it around your head a couple of times, and you effortlessly pass it down the chain to Cassius, who grabs it. Um, cool. I guess I then just, like, Swing. Kick off the wall and get up to where Zach is. So it's give me a acrobatics or an athletics, whichever you prefer. If you tumble to your uh, fucking death now. Let's, son. Do, let's do athletics. Let's do it's athletics. All on you. Um, uh, that will be a fourteen. Altogether? <laughs> yeah, it's just my. It's just a number plus three, right? Yeah. Um, you tell me. Yeah. Right? You tell me. I don't have your character. Fourteen. Sheet, oh, you made them all up from scratch, didn't I? <laughs> fourteen. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> Can't just say the number at me to abate my eye. Yeah, you make it. That's fine. Yeah, 14, Sweet. You swing over uh, the other side. You kind of scramble up. You yeah. know, like like a child trying to get out of a swimming pool. Yeah. Or they just kind of roll up on their tummy. Yeah. You, you do that, and I guess Wazraka, are you are you helping him? Uh, how 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 is he struggling much? No, he'll make it. Yeah, he'll fine. make it. No. <laughs> Oh, thanks, man. Great stuff. Does the rope? Does the does the rope? Is Racker's lit? Swing back? No, I'm gonna. I'm I'm lobbing it back to you. You saved my ass because Racker just made it. He's he's now just he's lit his pipe. He's just sitting there, (laughs) watching him like really just struggle to get up the other other side. Sweet. Um. Yeah. Give a range attack roll to swing it back across if you would. Uh, That's a crit one. Fucking hell. So you just pull the grappling hook out. Yeah, yeah, okay. You try to. I think that's a good idea. You, you're winding up like a like a pitcher, and you ju- and you go. Don't worry, I've got this. And just wrench it off the off the beam it was on, and panicking as it. Oh God! You let go of it, and it just. Zaka <laughs> just goes. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Uh, we're, uh, fucking, uh, we're, we're fucking five minutes in. Don't worry, I've. Uh... I've definitely, uh, uh, no, I don't really have anything to deal with this. I'm, oh, I don't really know what so to say. Annoying. To From a character point of view as well, because he gets so much with that. <laughs> Actually, he can't have fallen that far. We can, we can go back down. Um, you look below you and the, the hole in the wall, you know, it's the sheer side of the tower on, which is on a cliff. Yeah. And it's just going, ding, 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 ding. Don't worry, I'm, I can spoosh. It's going to grapple on its own. There's a well at the I'm bottom just, as well. In my, in my own mind, I'm deciding whether or not ah. it's too early to do I'm, I'm considering whether I just push you. Yeah. <laughs> as a surprise attack. Taryn, how are you going to get across? Um, so it's 40 foot. Yeah. Uh, so I've um, I've got pretty good uh, uh, acrobatics and I've got a speed of 30 foot. So I reckon I might be able to do some Prince of Persia style wall Wall jumping. Walling along? Yeah, or I'll give you that. There's, you know, there'll be enough handholds and bits stuck out. It is going to be tricky. That's I'll tell fine. You that much. That's fine. I've got. All right, okay. Upon seeing this, now I'm just going to make it known to the DM. I am going to. Re- I've now noticed that fuckwit has lost my <laughs> grappling hook. I've obviously put down my pipe because apparently action is required, <laughs> and I've actually got a ring of leaping, which basically I'm only going to ready this action if it looks like she's about to like stack it. Yeah. I want to leap and intercept and like just grab and drive her back to the other side. She <laughs> so she doesn't fall to her death. This is the hardest puzzle I've ever given her. Yeah. Well, no, it was the easiest puzzle in the world. <laughs> until the one thing we had to get over the puzzle was just thrown away. 
Sweet. Um, oh, I think that sounds good. So, Liam, give me a um, acrobatics check. Then. Acrobatics check. And also, so, you need to... uh, that's going to be a... T- that's a 21. I was going to say you need to beat a 20, so that was great. Oh, it's, wow, um, that was lucky. Um, you definitely nimbly swing like some kind of tiny orangutan from, from foothold to handhold, and you finish it with a little, I imagine, a bit of flourish, knowing to in at the other end, and sail over this gap. Nice. Well, I think we... <laughs> Yeah, we all nailed that. We equally nailed it. I, I look... All brought our skills actually, to bear. In fact, as a free action, I want to use my intimidating presence to see if I can make him behave better. <laughs> the, the, I, I approve so of that. You have to make a wisdom saving throw. Are you raging at me? No, no, no this is just... I, I get this is a thing that I can do. I'm make, make a, a wisdom, wisdom saving, throw, saving throw. And I'll tell you whether or not you pass. PvP uh, already. That is a 19. Yeah, just. Like, yeah. just. And I'm going to use my animal handling to calm you the fuck down. Oh! <laughs> oh boy. It was getting pretty heated in that room, and I don't uh, just mean the ambient temperature. <laughs> uh, the stairs vanquished, however. Vandra was just around the corner for our party, um, and they rounded the final staircase and finally saw her. As you round the corner, you, you come out to the top of... You know, kind of like a lighthouse. It's completely all the sides of the tower up here are open. There are columns every so often. um, And you can see the thunderstorm raging and rain driving down. And these crowds below you in the town of Veld. Um, And as you turn your heads, you see the object of your pursuit. You see Vandra, this tall, graceful figure with kind of mottled grey skin. Um, she who's eluded you at every step in your adventures so far. She's standing facing away from you at the moment. She's looking out at the gathering store. Her cloak is billowing up around her. It's a deep blood red, but it's threaded with these vermiculate patterns in silver and gold, which blur the air kind of around her in like a, a heat shimmer, you know, like get on a, a road on a hot day. Um, this cloak finishes in this dramatic collar at the top. Uh, its spiked crown kind of matches the elegant swish of her long dark ears up and they stand really in contrast to this white cut hair which is really rough and not styled at all really short boy haircut and it's singed in a couple of places and other places it's really obviously been like hacked away irritably um, and as she hears your footsteps echo on the stone uh, the marble floor sorry atop the tower she turns to face you Um, But her focus is kind of elsewhere. She's looking past you through these columns to the town below still, but her lips are pulled back in this tiny, snake-like smile, and her eyes glow red with fire. She finally turns her attention on you. I want to rage up and fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my... he's, he's He's not one for tactics, so I'm kind of thinking... Rage up, which I've now decided kind of looks like if anyone listening or in this room which you will have have ever played God of War where he rages in God of War he's yeah. kind of like yeah like like, he's like, like dra- somewhere between God of War and Dragon Ball Z, yeah that's like, exactly what I was imagining the Super Saiyan yeah. all that kind of shit <laughs> so um, so yeah and the way I would like to attack is very similar to the, the, the like, oh you're skeleton. attacking are you as well oh I mean like yeah because okay. that's a bonus action so uh, if I can, I like to think do if you're doing that. Doing... I go Vand, and then that's that's all. <laughs> yeah. Well, as you as you address her, we'll come back to you, Zachary, in a second. As you, she goes, oh, I'm so glad you could make it, dear friends. You're just in time. If it's all right with the DM, I'd like to think that I've already thrown my javelin of lightning and I'm rushing in. Oh, afterwards. I see. To follow it up. Yeah. Um, what are you doing, Taryn, in this moment? Uh, I say. Hush your chops, witch. <laughs> um, in response to Zraka chucking a, a, a javelin, javelin at her and trying to, to charge, 
she just she gives a small laugh and goes, mm, I don't think so. And she holds up a hand in front of her face. This is all kind of happening simultaneously. And in her on her hand, you see, uh, well, from the little you've seen of her, a new addition, what appears to be this gold ring inlaid with an enormous gemstone. And it could be a trick of the light, but um, the light kind of flickers around it as she says these words. Um, and she clutches her wrist with the other hand, holds it up to her face and says... I wish for you to be indisposed for the next couple of minutes. And as she says this, your javelin flying in front of you, you feel two enormous stone hands, Raka, grab your legs and they start inching up your body and you're held fast to the floor. The two of you also feel exactly the same. Your legs are immobilised, these two stony hands holding you firmly in place. Fuck. It doesn't have to be like this, Vandra. Can you I, could let I, us go. Uh, how much can I move? Like, can I, like, is my musket accessible? Um, no, your hand, well, wherever your hands were, it's, the, the stone is kind of completely enveloping you at the point, I'm right, afraid. Okay, so. I'm sorry to give you no, no recourse here. She's just cast a spell called Wish, right. which just alters reality. Today is the day that I make everything right again. I'm going to make it so that nobody need feel imperfect or less than okay ever again. I'm going to make us all the same um and she casts her hand out over the town below says you see here how many have come to see what i've set out to do how many don't believe in your world and how many believe in mine how many would want nothing more than to see you three put in your place what relish i will take in doing so how satisfying my victory will be after you three thugs have put so many holes in my plans (laughs) (laughs) and she points to three of you she goes Wonder Virgin over here, pointing at you, Cassius. Mm. <laughs> ha! <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> and your, <laughs> yes, your mad dog friend over here, pointing at you, Draco. Jacka fucking loves that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like <I> not... <laughs> and little girl, little sea girl over here, or sea slut maybe is more appropriate. Ha <laughs> ha! Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. The time has come for you to meet your end. And she holds up her hand again. And she says, I wish... Can I interrupt her? Ooh, okay. I'm going to say, we're here just in time for the show. But unfortunately, we hold all the tickets. <laughs> and I cast Etherealness. <laughs> oh, as, shit. As a ninth level spell. Okay, what does etherealness do in in brief? Because it's one of those spells that's got about a page of explanation behind it, right? From what I understand, casting it as a higher spell, I'm going to pull all three of us into the ethereal plane. Right. The ethereal plane is where um, spooks and ghouls and otherworldly things live. We step into the border regions of the ethereal plane where it overlaps with our plane. What, so we okay. basically kind of... Like Devon. Yeah, like death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and basically, okay. we can't, yeah, so we're, we're, we're now in a different place. We've blinked out of this current existence. You guys, you kind of blink back in and you're standing in the same room that you were before, except this is kind of shimmery, uh, what kind of colour? Grey, It's grey, I think, yeah. It's all Ooh. over and everything's shifting. You can see Vandra ahead of you. She's still holding her hand like this, but kind of almost immobilised. And the you feel your, your lower half of the bodies and your legs are completely free. Those stone fists that you were caught in are just kind of phasing through you. It's like they're not there at all. And you can, um, I believe, Cassius, you can kind of snap your fingers and unbreak the spell if exactly you we to. can all move uh-huh. through this plane and we we exist in here for the now okay so i was gonna say can... so what so like say if we were in this plane 
would I just be able? Could I just like run and tackle her? And like, can I? Can you have any impact on what's happening on the other plane while you're in this? Whatever plane? plan you want to come up. with. That's the thing. I think basically we can engineer a plan where, like, for for instance, I could. I think I could walk up to her and I could hold my sword fucking through her and snap my fingers and. Watch. All right. Well, if that's the case, then I want to do the similar with you with my. Uh, Let's all walk over fucking slowly. By yeah, the way. really. Okay. This lasts up to an hour. Irritate. Irritate. You have a short rest, by the way. If anyone oh needs yeah, to. Have a short rest. Actually. <laughs> Let's get short rest. Uh, she may sniff you out. She's she right. is, she's fucking powerful. She is a powerful wizard herself. You have we. This is basically you guys have in effect a surprise round to make this thing, and then we'll roll up initiative. And uh, I would like to ready my musket and put the head of it. In through her skull. Oh my god. Ready to pull it on her exposed brain. And yeah, and I'm gonna place my sword just up oh through her whole thing, coming out of the back of her. Way more neck. brutal than you guys would be. <laughs> Jesus in Christ. Fact, like, like, in fact, if we make it more brutal, because I don't see how I could swing an axe down without hitting your sword or hitting your musket, mm-hmm. maybe. I, I'm just like ready to rip her head off you grab her heart <laughs> like, like, strength check I'm just like I'm, I'm ready to just like or uh, like or rip an arm off or something like that something something, something overboard oh actually how about uh, we go in together and I'm about to fire a shot into her throat to make it easier to oh, yeah, okay like... well I mean despite this macabre conversation basically you just get a free attack on her I'm not going to give you advantages for exposing her throat and... <laughs> <laughs> right, okay fine fine fine, fine. I attack yeah. then okay so you can attack with your full complement of bonus attacks each of you right Um, I will tell you that to hit her at the moment like I said she's got her mage armor up but she's still only a wizard so she's got it's 18 she needs to beat so roll to attack just all go at once okay cool if you're going to attack with your weapons yeah just these are now a uh, quick heads up listeners this was the point I was really starting to worry Um, I thought I'd created three level 20 monstrous killing machines that were going to lay waste to every cool baddie I could think of I mean Vandra is tough as I thought she needed to be but she was almost dead in a few hits. She was looking ropey, uh, and her best efforts weren't even making a dent in the party. For, I mean, for example, I landed a meteor. I summoned a meteor from the sky and put it on top of Taryn's head, and Liam barely blinked, you know, just shrugged it off. I cast a nasty, really nasty spell called Sunburst, literally like a flare of solar energy that crashed into the guys, and it would blind them and hopefully make it a lot harder for them to, you know, make attack rolls and hit my my beloved sorceress but of course Zraka still managed to literally blinded right unable to see throw himself across the room in a kind of spiraling death attack and he took about half of Vandra's hit points away from her that was that was nasty another thing I wasn't quite ready for given these level 20 characters was that we got extraordinarily bogged down in dice rolling which is why i had to cut a lot of the stuff and you're hearing me talk a lot i mean check just check this out uh so where's my uh, could you pass me a d8 ah it's here sorry um that is seven plus six which is a 13 plus four plus six which is a 10 so that's a 23 but plus i'm going to use divine strike which adds another 2d8 uh so it's yeah so i'm on 23 um plus two yeah. One, two, five. <laughs> Twenty-eight damage. How how much was the bonus? Uh, my maths. Uh, plus two d eight. What did you strike. What did you get on the bonus dice? Oh, five. Sweet. Plus six. Hmm? Don't don't please don't. Yeah. No more numbers than that. necessary, oh, okay. please. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, level twenties have a lot of numbers. 
That's a lot of numbers, and a lot of numbers means a lot of damage for poor old Vandra. I mean, they made incredibly short work of her. She was about to die. Shit. Um, all I could think was I have to pull something right out of my ass, And you see, that is really what a lot of DMing, what dungeon mastering is all about. You know, part of it is writing some nice stories and thinking of silly characters or, you know, conjuring monsters or finding them in a book and putting puzzles in the way of my players' attempts. But, God, when they blow through them like an angry Labrador puppy through a loo roll, well, I, I had to think of something drastic. And I think most DMs will agree this is something that you can take a lot of joy in. I had to like I say, get drastic pretty quickly. In fact, as a bonus action, she's just going to say something quickly to the three of you. She kind of shakes off, you know, not quite managing that spell, and she says, hmm, maybe time to use this again. Holds up her hand. Oh, fucking weird ring. He says, I wish I was a little more powerful to deal with these goons. And there's a kind of deathly silence. And then suddenly... She just glows. She glows a bright red. And you all kind of have to... Well, I mean, some of you can't see. But um, it's such a such a bright and intense... You have to kind of put her hand up to, to block your vision for a second. And as she uh, glows red, you see her, her form elongate. And her two arms become these huge hulking claws that slam into the floor. Either side. Her back legs seem to end up meters away from the rest of her body and two enormously powerful claws also smash into the floor and as she rears her head back her entire body seems to triple, quadruple five times, ten times the size and the long elven features uh, elongate into a long snout and the, her ears curl and rise into two gnarled horns and with an enormous bellow she belches flame into the air and you guys are standing in front of an enormous red dragon. I think you've triggered something I... in me because that sounded hot. Yeah. <laughs> Liam's fetish is just begun. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's your dad. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Father. <laughs> this unfortunately is a red dragon. Oh, right. Um, and this is now who you guys are fighting rather than Vandra. And also, luckily for her, she's healed all her hit points. Um, all of her hit points. This. It's a wish spell, man. It can affect reality. <sighs> this just feels great. Like, you know when you get to the end of a game and you beat the boss and the yeah. boss just resets. And you oh, go, yeah. Oh, fuck you guys have made the game. That's entirely <laughs> what's happening here. Yeah. I make no... no Farms about it. Oh um, God, okay. But that is her turn, you'll be happy to hear. So, Tarion, over to you, mate. Ho oh, ho, it's a dragon, right? It's in the name of the actual game. And it's huge. And it rolls way more dice than they can dream of. Oh, sorted, right? You know, they'd be back to being challenged. No, of course. I was I was so wrong. Great, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try and scale her. Oh wow. And this is not a pun. You are actually not on the Yeah, scales. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and like whip up to around her neck. Uh, so what's that gonna be? Like So what so you're trying to try and get a kind of advantageous point to Yeah. To strike her. Yeah. Okay, well I'm gonna say because she's just transformed, you caught her unawares, you just need to make a good uh, athletics check to actually see if you can climb okay. up her. So that's twenty-three. That'll definitely do. I'd set a twenty for it. That'll be definitely enough. Yeah. So you, um, with all the skill that you display, climbing the rigging and masts of your of the dustbreaker, you just you just swarm up the side of this dragon. Where are you aiming for? Where are you trying to get? Uh, sort of like just below, kind of like the ears. Mm, okay. Like, you know, 
Yeah. Where, um, the, the no-no place. The no-no place. And I would like to uh, love in one ear, hate <laughs> in the other. Oh, lovely. Try and make myself a sort of like dragon shish kebab. A dragon kebab. Roll to make a dragon kebab. Okay. Roll a pitter check. Uh, so that is uh, 22. 22. That's definitely just, well, not definitely, is just a hit. Okay. Nice. Roll, to, roll to damage, my friend. Roll to damage. Uh, burr, burr, burr. You get two attacks, because there are two weapons here. Uh, okay, roll for damage. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 11 and uh, 10, so 21. That doesn't seem like much damage. That doesn't now, seem again. like, a lot of like a... Is that all together, 21? Yeah, yeah. All right. What are you doing? Is it just like two rounds of combat got us to. Yeah, I know, yeah. Her oh, well. Health down. I did. Cool. I d- I did my best, people. I did that my was, best. It was, a good, it was a good effort. Uh, and can I sort of like remain with the sword stuck in, yeah, sort of I riding? Will, you are going to have to do some checks on her turn, but for now, fine you're safe that, yeah. up there. Okay. Sweet, well done. Zraka? So, I mean, you've, you, I, I, was gonna, I was also going to scale the, scale the thing. There's room up there for two. There is, but I feel like if you're up there and you're, you're dealing with the head, then I might go underneath and just try and like... Hit the knob. Gut. <laughs> like, go for the underbelly. Go for the soft underbelly. Okay, well, I mean, it's, you know, there's like any dragon covered in these thick armoured scales, so you're going to have to strike very true to, to get through to it. Right. So, roll some attacks. Uh, okay, so... That is a 3 plus 14. That's not great. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> um, 3 plus 14 will not hit. No, alright, next one. That was a 3 plus 14 again. <laughs> so hit the other Two dice. whiffs. Two whiffs. Um, okay, and then can I, can I can I try and shake off this this blindness that I've got going on still? Yes, con okay. saving throw, please. So, all right, so that's a 23. Oh, perfect. You yeah. finally can see, and are probably quite surprised to see this dragon in front of you. Yeah, I, so I've just <laughs> been wildly slashing at the underbelly without realising what it was. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, right on to uh, you, Cassius. Yeah, that's my... That's my... Action. Alright, I shout to uh, 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 I shout to Tarrant. How boned are you? Are you super boned, or do you want me to just go for it? Pretty boned, I'd say. <laughs> Still slightly smoking. <laughs> okay. All right. In that case, I, I'm gonna probably I'm gonna try and heal you instead. I, I think, think that's good. Thank uh, you. <laughs> uh, I have a healing potion. If we want to wait and just chance it and see if she makes it through. Leave the it to the cleric, please. <laughs> Don't want your lotions or your potions. <laughs> Let the holy man help me. Are you still blind as well? Pretty blind. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna cast heal on you. Um, which gives you oh, 70 how boring. <laughs> like 70? 70. Oh my god. And the nice. spell also ends blindness. Oh. Brilliant. Or deafness. I mean, if you had that, just coincidentally. Um, so if you've got any other diseases as well, they're gone now. So, you know, if there's anything you well, want. Well, they've gone you I heard. Like athlete's foot is gone. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's it, I guess. <laughs> lovely. Well, that puts me back on 122 hit points. I've got something super useful I can do next turn, by the way, but, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I'll just stand over here. And, uh, uh, yeah, I've, is that uh, your turn? Taran, I, I think it Taran, is. Taran, let's go with one sword to give you... the to get, Let's go with the sword to give you a double defo, and then immediately regrets it. Grab, <laughs> grab them back. You, you let like, go of them up there. And... I like that your mime is like you're riding a motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> like bullhorns. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wicked. All right, Cassius, that was selfless, but may ultimately prove your undoing, as it is Vandra's turn. Are you still blind? Are you you were okay? Honey? No, I was fine. I got rid of it. Um, I got rid of that blindness, mate. Yeah, got fuck new it, eyes. Mate. Fuck it. Brand new so eyes, brand new lives. We yeah. all see what's about to happen then. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Great, you can cool. see your fate Great, coming for cool. you right now. Um... I just need to work out which order to do all this in because there's a lot of fun stuff. Um, For sake. No, she no, she's not going to do that. I mean, Vander is not a experienced dragon, shall we say? It's her first time in the body, so she's going to get used to this. But she does get to make three attacks a turn. Okay. Um, first of all, one of her attacks she is going to spend um, trying to buck this creature who's dug its little claws into the back of its neck, okay. her neck off. Um, so what we're going to do is a, a grapple check. So we're both going to roll. You can choose dexterity or strength. Oh, dex, definitely. Okay, dex. Um, and we're going to roll off and see who comes out okay. better. So that is. Uh, oh bloody hell! Seventeen. I rolled a two, <laughs> but I get plus ten because she's got not- thirty strength. Um, so I try and buck. Bandra tries to buck you off her dragony back, and yeah. you just hold on in there. Woo! Maybe put a little flip while you're doing it. Yeah, so yeah. good was your roll. Um, Bucky right. Bronco. I go full uh, Tony Hawks on this. <laughs> you pull a Benenheimer. A manual. <laughs> a manual? A manual. Do a manual. It's the worst trick. Manual. <laughs> it's the worst one. <laughs> um, but she is going to bite and claw the little insect in front of her who's been tickling her tummy. Um, these both get plus 17 to hit. Wait, what? So, <laughs> you're one's fucked, a 31, mate. and one is a crit fail. So she hits, she hits you with... Once. She air whiffs you with the claw, but... Hang! Gets you in the shoulder with her mighty, mighty dragon jaws. Okay. Um, she is going to deal... Um, three. Ooh, nine. 19 piercing damage, plus... Nah. Can't do mass. 15 fire damage nothing to me mate take it Zach um, and that is all she can do for this turn but she, bear, bear in mind she has plenty more tricks up her sleeve many more tricks um, on to you Taryn you're still you're still riding hog wild okay there. so what I want to do I think this might be another like um, bonus action like movement action and then an attack mm. but I want to like wrench myself up and put a foot through the handle of either uh, each of my cutlasses <laughs> like stirrups and then steady myself and aim the musket right at the back of her head. I think that's fine. You're up there. You're holding on. You're gonna have to make another grapple check in her turn. But yep. you just roll to hit with your weapon, with your with your musket. Okay. That's fine. Oh, here we go. Let's see if you can hit the dragon from a foot away. How many times? <laughs> and how many times are you gonna shoot it? Like, uh, or are you gonna rapid fire it? Yeah, I will. I'll attack five times. Oh my god! All right, roll those all up together. Okay, so, uh, that's a critical miss. Uh, <laughs> That's two hits. Two hits. Bearing okay. in mind, her head is probably one of the most heavily armoured bits as you looking for little mm. yeah. indents where you can. Or maybe you fired three into the air like yeah. a Texan. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. One for the sky, one for you. One for the sky, one for you. <laughs> um, so that's uh, 12. Uh, that's two, two 12, 24. 24 damage. 24 damage, right. Respectable amount of damage, I'm sure. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, you so I'm now riding, riding twice my own <laughs> shooting her at point blank range, yeah. like Farmer McGregor shooting down a rabbit hole. <laughs> 
and um, yet missing, which is the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think taking some for style is the way we're going to go. Yeah. All right, so well done, very well done. Uh, Zraka, over to you, mate. Uh, all right, so I'm underneath, and uh, she bit me. I think I'd quite like to do. I don't know. A bit like out of character, Paddy. Is there any sort of like? Are you gonna? Are you gonna fucking nail this thing at some point? Which one? I'll need to make another dexterity saving throw <laughs> to get out of the way of. Um, no. Okay. That's right. not my plan. Cool. But as then, we know, I'm not very reliable. If that's the case, then I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do like a. a like I want to get on the back of it as well. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Double. Double back action. So. Um, I'll get on the back. So what do I do with that? Just a... Uh, an athletics or um, acrobatics check, depending on okay. which is better. All right, so that's an 11 plus 13, so 24. For reading uh, athletics. athletics. Sweet. So you're just you're just brute forcing, like climbing wall your way yeah, yeah, yeah. up and the dragon. When I'm up there... Where are you going for? Are you going for the head as well? Um, I'm going for... Yeah, I think so. I think I'm going for around the like head, neck area. Okay. Maybe okay. Uh, maybe you kind of room for two. Maybe actually, in fact, no. Fuck this. Why won't do that? So if he if he's got the whole like inside of the head thing, kind of going. I want to hang from the horn, so I'm like kind of like head height, but hanging from the horn, and with my axe, just fucking wail on it from the okay. side. Sweet. Um, uh, roll all your attacks then. All right. So, I can't believe I'm letting you do this, but there's literally nothing. I have no recourse. It's like being clambered upon. Uh, all right. So yeah. So what do I need to? Okay. Yeah, so everything plus. 11 plus 8, so that's um, 19. 19 damage. All right. So on one hit, he does almost as much damage as I do with 4. Yeah, but you get, I... you keep using your musket in close combat. Like The big advantage is you can do it from the other side of a room. Yeah. Remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why like... am I on the back of this fucking dragon? Cassius is over to you now. Um, so is this thing like flailing around, like, like yeah, bucking yeah. everyone off? Um all right, I'm gonna. I, I, I'm just. I'm still just walking towards it, <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna go. Oh, this is. Oh, this is just giving. This is giving me a headache. And then I click my fingers and cast Hold Monster. Oh, okay. Uh, What's the, the restrictions on that? Uh, you have to make a Wisdom saving throw. Can you cast it on any monster? Yeah, choose a creature you can see within range. Oh my gosh. On my spellbooks app, there are like hot singles in my area that keep cropping up as ads whilst I'm looking through spells. They're like, hola, and I have to like swipe these ads. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. All right, so you, you, you're going to hold this dragon. I can't believe that this yep. spell just, just works. So a wisdom saving throw. Make a wisdom saving throw, dick. Um, I say that. Just you addressed how... that to me. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, you look I, it was at the, the mic, but I just happened to be facing you. <laughs> I love that. I like that. Still, though, you, you keep confusing your character voice with like, with mechanics of the game, so you're gonna get used to it. Armor class plus five. Yeah, he's been taught in a very particular way. Iron Butterfield. What is your DC? Uh, spell save DC nineteen. Okay, okay. Dragons are slightly wise, but not very wise. Seventeen. Mm, I'm afraid that does that doesn't quite do it, Vandra. I'm sorry. Oh, you have failed. She's not saying that. I'm saying. I'm that. sorry. <laughs> well, stop DMing with your character. I'm afraid. I'm afraid you're dead now, Vandra. Sorry. Um, well, she is the dragon. As as you, well, what does this kind of look like? Is it just kind of a holy word binding her? What do you? Um, so uh, as uh, it, it's a it, it's a finger snap. Uh, a lot of his spells are finger snaps. He's watched a lot of Avengers. He's, he's watched a lot of Avengers. It's a finger snap, and uh, 
it's like um, everything also stops. Just, just, just uh, there's like a line going from my thumb to her. Just one single line of light like that. That's just then, as I move my hand, it's just connected to me. And uh, I keep walking towards her, and she is frozen in place. That's my right, God, she is. So she, her kind of these, as she's bucking off, she kind of stops in this yeah. really contorted position yeah. as her back arches yeah. and one of her claws lifts up, and she's. Ah, ah, ah. She just ah, gets like, Ha ha! Yeah. me now, you dick! Paralyzed. Um, oh my God! And then the end, this... end of her turn, she does a, a whistling okay. thing as well to break it. Unfortunately, it's her turn up next. Um, so she's going to try and get out of it. A paralyzed creature is incapacitated, which means she can't um, make actions, can't move or speak, automatically fails strength and dex saving throws. Attacks against her have advantage, and any attack that hits her is a crit if you're five foot within five foot of her. So wow. she, so just to be really clear, then, if she doesn't make this wisdom saving throw, she did. We get to crit every time we hit her. You have beaten my dragon puzzle if you if you do this, and I haven't written the rest of the campaign, so who knows what will happen, guys. Hmm. That's an eight on her wisdom saving throw on her turn. She is locked in place. I would then like to, with my my attack, would be uh, I'm going to swing myself up so I'm on the neck. And I'm going to try and take its head off. Oh, it's, it's a big ask. You've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah? I'm going to take okay. its okay. head off, boy. So, so I'm going to do yeah my three attacks. I'll tell you how many they hit. And then he and hits then, or a crit, remember? Yeah. Nope. But then... Alright, so yeah, so that would be uh, 63 damage. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> you, well, you do not quite take her head off, but you very nearly succeed. So I if think I just this... hadn't fucked that final throw up, I would have yeah. completely clean taken her yeah, head off. You had a bit more, yeah. you had a bit more to go. You, um, I think you probably do a similar thing. If you're kind of maybe surfing down the neck, if it's curved in an appropriate wave pattern, you're doing exactly uh, what uh, Taryn did, and you're just taking chunks out as you go down. Oof. And the neck looks shaky, and there is there are big chunks taken out of it, but she still stands. Sweet, come you, on! Now, that's, you, now that's you, get to, to yeah, you get to just walk up and flick her. <laughs> well, I'm 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 not going to use a spell. I think he'd use his sword in this scenario. So, um, yeah, Cassius just closes the gap, um, and uh, come, which, can he? As it does, he do they have to climb her as well to get to any kind of vulnerable part? Is she like enormous, or can I just? There's an underbelly. All dragons have an underbelly. Pack. Sweet, Come I just on. like like almost mockingly because I still got this thread linking me to her. Yeah. Just walk up underneath and sort of look around at where I think the weakest bit is and be like, hmm. And then I do two attacks, jumping upwards, just inside, <laughs> jumping up, seeing what <laughs> I can <laughs> see what I can dig out of there. <laughs> All right, have a dig around. Two right. attacks with advantage. I, I am having a little dig around. Uh, so the first one is a twenty-eight. Uh, that'll hit that'll, that'll definitely hit. hit the second one is a 20, 22 25 plus 6 plus 8 is 14 25 39 points of damage Cassius how do you kill the dragon whoa oh, mate Brad. I'm still sort of hold, holding it still I like to do the idea that I've just pushed the sword up in real slow just like up in and then I just, I'm just sort of drawing, <laughs> drawing a big letter C, 
<laughs> just, just in it, and, beca- and 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 almost because of like the radiant heat coming off the sword, it's as if it's like cauterizing it as the sword moves through it. I think like a scar. I think the way that this happens is you exactly that. You carve out. You sear. There's the smell of burning dragon meat as you carve this sea. And before you cauterize, I think what follows your sword is just a shower of dragon guts. Yeah. Yeah. And then you slowly, and then you go back around the other side of the sea, and you seal it all back up again. Yeah. And the um, and Vandra the dragon collapses to the floor with his almighty crush. Um, the two of you gracefully, Taryn and Draka, flick off the sides. Cassius, you have a pithy sign off. Uh, I I, uh, I then take out a tiny pair of children's scissors from my pocket and I cut cut the thread in between me and the dragon. Go. Our business is concluded. <laughs> and finally, the dragon <laughs> and lets out this almighty scream and writhes yeah. on the floor. Well, I'm just um, clapping yourself. Are you not? So, just to be really clear, though, just not to not to dampen your parade. <laughs> the 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 dragon hasn't fallen on you. You being directly underneath her when you decided to kill. If it, it has, I better look cool. <laughs> I think, given given that it was paralysed, you managed to just yeah. Step I move out of the way and I cut the thread. Um, and as the dragon courses around again, this this fire starts from this cauterized wound. This radiant light fills up and kind of envelops the whole body. And as the uh, skin starts fading away to ash and blowing around the storm that's still rolling outside um slowly left behind draped across the steps of this this you know this uh large top of the tower this marble surface you're on the figure of vandra with a cloak kind of swirling around her reappears and she is out cold her there is blood streaking down the kind of sides of her face her body is covered in grievous wounds some of them burning still smoking from the damage you've dealt her and she is looks for all intents and purposes like she's like she's dead Rad, sweet. What do you guys want to do? I loot the body. You're going to go over and go over to her. Yeah. It's going to take a moment to to look at everyone and be like, "It's been a long time coming. This is pretty cool. This is a big moment for us." I don't care. I'm looting the. I'm looting the body. Okay. Well, I'm okay. just looking at Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> and so the poor old Lou Roll. God, that's not a nice way to think of Vandra, is it? But the poor old Lou Roll was shredded. The Labrador puppy was happy with its wicked work. And my adventure also lied in complete tatters. You know, I had this whole glorious arc planned for Vandra and uh, all sorts of other plans. And the level 20s were, you know, ruining it. So I had to come up with another plan. Now, when we were first coming up with this podcast as an idea and thinking about what we do, um, we rolled up some level ones, some baby characters the first time around. And we had a lot of fun with this. We made pretty silly, normal townsfolk who would be then thrust into the adventuring life. You know, people who'd never really held a sword or cast a spell. Um, and the guys made some amazing characters. They were, they were hilarious, but we eventually got rid of them uh, and assumed we'd not do anything with them. But... Vandra still has a charge, one use left of her all-powerful reality-bending ring. You know, a ring that could enact some serious shenanigans. A shenanigan ring, if you will. And I had some shenanigan plans right around the corner. Oh. <laughs> Very right. interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Um, the two of you are busy yourselves with looting her. Taryn, you're, you're busy kind of preparing for her maybe to get up again you know your your you've got your bow uh, your bow your gun loaded um and imperceptibly she whispers something 
Um, and the two of you just, you hear it and it's, as, as you hear it, it's too late for you to react. And she says, I wish, I wish you knew what it was like. And slowly, as you hear these words ring about your ears, you, you look at her and she has her two hands clasped together again and that ring on one of her fingers glows an ominous light uh, and this ball of white light bursts from Vandra's hands and in an instant all the three of you can see is whiteness again as if you've been blinded by that firestone again but it's it's not a kind of bright light or a paper white or even kind of snow white it's just a white of absence as if your eyes have just taken leave of your bodies and as time moves on the flash doesn't fade you can't shake it in fact you realize for a while that this white isn't just in your eyes it's like there's this emptiness in your ears as well um, it takes all the sensation you get from them too um, and you if you try to move you fire those synapses that usually would twitch your fingers or move your head but there's nothing attached to them and you realize you don't have there's no body at the end of your brain you're just a floating train of thoughts that until recently was you but these pieces are struggling to form together and a heavy emptiness crashes about you what the fuck that, yeah <laughs> That feels like we didn't win. Is that the end? Somehow. <laughs> I feel like we've not won the game. See you next time, guys! Ho ho ho, and what fate awaits our players? Well, you're just going to have to find out next time on the Elder Fancy podcast. I did have some plans afoot, grand plans. Uh, well, I mean, let's be honest, less grand plans. Plans that would hopefully make the game a bit simpler to follow and play. And frankly, for me to also play and, and, and conjure, let me catch my breath a bit. More about that in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the very first one. A reminder of our wonderful players. They are Zach Cole, Liam Welton and Paddy Jervis. And an extra shout out to Paddy who wrote almost all of the music you heard in this episode. The only thing he didn't was the little uh, folk tune, the little pirate shanty. That's an old Scandinavian folk tune that is a uh, free use at the moment. Um, and he's also written all, almost all of the music you're going to hear in future episodes. So do keep an ear out for that. If you liked the music or the podcast rather, you have any complaints, thoughts, or gushing compliments to share, or, you know, fan mail for your favourite DM, do get in touch with us. We're on at file fucking hell. We're on at Idle Fantasy Pod on Twitter. That is surprisingly hard to say. Or Idle Fantasy Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Preferably don't send us any uh, dick pics or uh, hate mail. We're not really in the mood for that, but anything you've got to send, please, please do. Thank you so much for listening to episode one. Do come back for episode two of Idle Fantasy. This will be out the next fantasy freaky friday or in a uh, normal human terms that is friday the 28th of december oh uh, i guess merry christmas in the interim oh that's god that's crept up on us um should be a bit of a change up in store like i say <laughs> what could it be um until then stay safe be well and may your dice roll forever true <laughs>
it seems unnecessary now that we've done all of that stuff but do you want to do a little sound check just for just for pod channels sorry mate do you want to do a little just pod channel sound check even though i know we've just done loads of sound checks but do you want to do another what one do you, what do you want what do you want from me i just want some uh, i want uh, a range of emotions from you okay so i i'm gonna tug myself off whilst you give me um happy <laughs> sad <laughs> depressed <laughs> lonely Crushingly defeated. Pooping. And now happy about that pooping. <laughs> Sweet, okay. That wasn't really my voice, was it? No, not really, but I, it, <laughs> it did the job. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 